your business become compliant, tax efficient, organized, and strategically aligned with your goals. Think of us as part of your team. You will rest more comfortably knowing that you are covering all your financial basis and making informed decisions. Contact us today at Harker Mellinger. Our focus is where you're going, not where you've been. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. In this day and age, everyone's looking for a great value deal. Well, look no further than your locally owned McDonald's. The $3.50 value deal is available at your McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Choose from a McDouble, hot and spicy, or six-piece chicken McNuggets, plus a small fry for $3.50. Now that is the value. Don't forget to download the McDonald's app for even more great deals. Look no further for a great value deal than your locally owned McDonald's in Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. Did you know the Country Bounty is online at SheridanMedia.com? That's right. You always have access to the Country Bounty. The print version of the Bounty is still delivered to homes and businesses in Sheridan County and Buffalo, but you can also view it from your phone, tablet, or computer simply by going to SheridanMedia.com or CountryBounty.com. You'll be able to scroll through the entire publication. Click on inserts and more. Try it out. SheridanMedia.com or CountryBounty.com. It's in the palm of your hand. The Country Bounty. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, the roads are open for now, but they have been deemed no unnecessary travel. These roads are only expected to get worse throughout the day, so please be careful. Take your time uh, if you do end up having to go anywhere today. For the first part of the show, I am joined this morning by the Director of Bands and Jazz Studies at Sheridan College, Dr. Eric Richards. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, uh, You're kind of stuck at home, same as I right now, aren't you? I am. I'm coming to you live from my own studio, known in our house as the Belfry. (laughs) The Belfry. That's interesting. Yes, sir. Uh, now, now, how have you been doing in this weather, Doc? Because, I mean, it's kind of struck us all pretty good. You live in, in, I believe it was Bighorn, you said? So you're up there yeah, I live, a little ways. Yeah, just south of town. Well, um, you know, we've been, uh, I, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, so I actually, I'm, I enjoy snow, but, um, and I'm, and I have a good friend of mine, uh, in the and one of our great musicians in our bands program, Dr. Ariel Downing, and she says because I've been a good soldier and not complaining about the snow, that I've earned my Wyoming card. And I we were playing <laughs> some music yes, yeah, we were playing some music together yesterday, and I said, you know, 
if this snow doesn't stop, I'm going to turn that Wyoming card back. <laughs> but uh, yeah. like everyone else, we're just we're just trying to make it. We're just trying to make it through, and I'm confident that this last whopper of a storm will hopefully be the last one. You know, Doc, my fingers are crossed that it really is. Uh, I don't mind the snow, but it just seems like it's uh, never ending this year. Now, I hear you. How how long have you been playing jazz? Wow. Well, um, I, I guess I would probably say I started in eighth grade. Um, so that was uh, that was many moons ago. That would have been. Um, the early 70s, and um, I remember that was a big moment for me because I was still in the junior high band, and my high school band director told me, um, you know, we need a, we have a trombone opening in the high school. Well, back then they called it the stage band. Um, we have an opening in the trombone section, and would you like to come up and play? And, man, I felt like I was, you know, coming from the junior high school band to the high school band. That was like getting called up to the major leagues from the – farm team so i went in and i just i can still remember that first rehearsal like it was last week and hearing the different the the entirely different sound of harmony and rhythms and it just lit me up at that point so i guess i would i would i hesitate to say this but over 50 years now what is it about jazz that really gets you so excited and to the point where, I mean, you dedicated your life to it once, once you were there. What was it about the jazz? Was it the, the speed, the tempo that spoke to you? Well, yeah, I mean, I think to me it just is, the, is just the optimal combination of musical languages is in that you have, you know, you have the possibility of great sophistication in the orchestration and the instrumentation, and yet the harmonic language and the rhythm, um, you know, that I would say those two things really ignited it for me. And then, of course, the the element that really sets jazz apart is the I word, improvisation, that there, that there is real time. Um, the, the best definition of improvisation is real-time composition. So not only are you hearing pre organized structures, you know, music that has been written down and organized that a jazz band plays, but then there's the excitement of seeing something created in real time when the player gets up to improvise. So there's all those dimensions coming together really make it uh, exciting for me. Now, have you been able to travel uh, to various large metropolises where they'll have that Kind of the stereotypical smoky bar with the low neon lights <laughs> and in the corners, the sack. Have, have you been able to do that? Well, I try to stay out of those places. I much would. I would much <laughs> rather prefer. <laughs> I would much rather prefer playing, you know, jazz festivals and concert halls. But I've I've gone to my fair share of jazz clubs and played in played in them and played in jam sessions and so forth. And you know, that's certainly part of the historical tradition. But it's great to be alive at a time when um, jazz, uh, even though it's struggling like so many other genres, but jazz is really. Um, become legitimized and is performed routinely in major concert halls and at outdoor jazz festivals. Those are my preferred venues of choice. And I've had the, I have had the opportunity to play all over the world. Um, I've, when I, I, before I began my career as a college professor, I was a 
composer arranger for the United States Army Field Band based near Washington, D.C., and I used to play in, um, I, I would occasionally get called in to play in the jazz band component of that group, which is called the Jazz Ambassadors, and uh, I had the good fortune to travel with them to play a concert tour of Europe, um, concert tours of India, um, and uh, once I started my second career as a professor, I've done a number of concerts um, in Denver, and um, I even had the chance to do a uh, jazz composition uh, residency uh, in Shanghai, China, and in Taiwan. So it's it's really afforded me the chance to create music and make music with musicians all over the world. So, sir, am I to understand you once wore the uniform? 20 years. I guess I'm a retired master sergeant, so you better watch out, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> I did not know that. That's, That's right. incredible. Uh, <laughs> you know, every time you and I speak, sir, I learn just a little bit more. And uh, that's that's an that's amazing to hear. Uh, now I w- we will get to uh, army and and music because we do have something coming up. But before we get there, I had I had a question that I've been thinking on for a while. You know, in most music, there's like a root genre, uh, a, a genre that showed up that may have had influences from others, but we kind of consider it like a, a root of where something else began, much like like a, a tree. Is jazz a, a root genre? Did this thing just suddenly show up completely different from other orchestral symphony-type performances and and then from that branched out like rock and roll and and other genres is is jazz a root genre or was it heavily influenced by something else that's a great question um jazz is a hybrid and um as i tell my history of jazz courses um jazz could only have happened in america because you had the, the incredible music from all these cultures the foundation would have been um, the social music of African-American culture. Uh, and when that music, which is just profoundly deep and rich in many styles, um, folk songs, uh, spirituals, uh, and when that combined with elements of Eastern European art music, um, you start to see things develop, like I guess we could call it proto-jazz, which would have been ragtime. And then as, as things continue to develop, we got into... Um, the, st- the various styles of the early jazz, like Dixieland music um, and uh, like the salon orchestra music of the early 20th century, then that eventually begins to morph into um, big band music uh, and then you're kind of painting with really big brushstrokes here. And then that develops into um, bebop and fusion. And then in the 50s, we have uh, infusion of music from another great culture, Cuban music in South America, and you start to see uh, the emergence of mambo. And then in the 60s, uh, you see the influence of music from Brazil, and you start to see bossa nova and uh, samba. And, and, but it could only happen in a, in a country like the United States where so many cultures are living together and um, sharing their, tradi- their musical traditions. That's amazing. So essentially, jazz 
is really just like the big a symbol of the big mixing pot that America is. You nailed it. Exactly right. That's exactly right. That's fantastic. Uh, now, I promised some folks I'd, I'd talk about it. Uh, you were in the Army, and we've got the 67th Army Band, Wyoming Zone. They are still scheduled to perform tonight, correct, sir? At this time, they are, and we are very much looking forward to hosting them. The um, At this point, uh, the college is still open, and should that remain the case for the rest of the day and into the evening, they will be taking the stage at 730 uh, in Kennison Hall, our lovely performance hall on campus at the Whitney Center for the Arts, and that concert will be free and open to the public, and we are um, especially excited to hear their featured guest vocal, well, not guest, their featured vocal soloist, um, specialist Beck Bridger, right from right here in Sheridan. So um, should this all go as originally scheduled, it's going to be a wonderful concert tonight at 730. And that would be absolutely beautiful. I, I'm a little upset that I'm stuck here because I was looking forward to seeing them. I've served with some of those individuals in the past. And that is a, a very tough band to get into if people didn't know. Um, sir, do you, do you remember uh, like an auditioning that had to take place for you to, to become a member of the, the band that you were in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, well, there's, there is an audition process that um, serves the Army music system in general, and then there's a special audition process for the bands that are based around Washington, D.C. Um, so that was the audition process I went through, and since I was auditioning to be a composer-arranger, um, I had sent uh, a big packet of music down ahead of time that I had already written for their groups to read through, and I just remember Xeroxing, zero. I mean, it seemed like I spent days at the Xerox machine. I think I think I got a sunburn from Xeroxing all that music. <laughs> so I so I sent that in. And this was back in the days. You may not remember this, but this was back in the days when the Xerox machines cranked out that shiny, crinkly paper. It wasn't the good, you know, like the good white paper it that we have now. Stuff, yeah. It was the cheap stuff, but I sent it, and then they said, okay, well, come in for an audition and an interview. And um, I, I had a good friend in the band who was willing to put me up because for a position, for most auditions for a group like this, you come in and you, um, you have to pass a preliminary round of evaluations. Then when they bring their finalists in, um, they have them sit in with the band, play a short solo recital, interview with the command staff, and send them on their merry way. And this typically takes place in one day of work but when they're auditioning a composer arranger it's a little more complicated so they brought me in on a monday they handed me a cd and said uh here's a we want you it was a particular movie soundtrack they said we want you to take this song from the soundtrack uh transcribe it which means listen to it and write write down all the music um and then arrange it for band you have uh three days um so do all this work this is on a Monday. Transcribe the music, write the arrangement, copy the parts, and it's going to, you're going to rehearse it on Friday, which was very much a real-world situation. That's what a professional composer-arranger needs to be able to do. So I went through all that, and fortunately, my dear friends that I was staying with helped me with copying the parts, and I went in on Friday morning and ran it down, and thankfully, um, 
it all went well, and they gave me my um, my uh, acceptance letter. And then the next step was to go to the recruiter and arrange departure for basic training. Wow, wow, that is a process. Uh, just just to get into the band, that's before you even went to basic training. Now, right. which was switch, which was oh, kind ahead. of a kind of a. No, I was going to say, which was kind of a trip, because at the time I went, did all this, I had a master's degree and was 24 years old. So at that point, I departed for the um, the lovely mountains of Fort Knox, Kentucky, to start basic training. And um, so I was 24 with a master's degree going through basic training with a lot of 17 and 18-year-olds. You know, it made it kind of interesting. They called me grandpa in basic training, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I got through everything as much as well as they did, so it was all right. <laughs> the 24-year-old old man. <laughs> That's right. Now, uh, speaking of jazz, if uh, if folks want to hear some, we've got a great performance coming up. Can you tell me about the Whitney Center Jazz Orchestra and the performance we are, that's going to be coming up this month? We are so fortunate um, to have the support of a group like Whitney Benefits and one of the groups that they help to support is our own professional big band in residence at the college, the Whitney Center Jazz Orchestra. And we, uh, this is made up. This group is made up of some of the finest um, jazz musicians and educators in a, in Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, and the state of Washington. And we've been doing one or two concerts a year. And this is our big spring concert. Um, so this year. I'm really excited about this concert. This year, our concert theme is jazz on screen. So we're going to be featuring jazz scores from film, TV, and even anime. And so we have about uh, 13 tunes picked out from various composers, all the way from Henry Mancini to Burt Bacharach to the great, uh, the late great French composer Michel Legrand. Um, we have spy music, science fiction music. Um, it's going to be a it's going to be a wonderful concert, and so yes, that will be on Saturday, April twenty second at seven p.m. That sounds like it's going to be a great show. Uh, something that uh, I'd like to take the wife to. On that, I do have to take a quick commercial break. We're going to have more with the director of bands and jazz studies at Sheridan College, Dr. Eric Richards. After this, stay with us. This is Public Pulse, the nine thirty KROE. FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. Bring your little ones to the Sheridan High School Gym, Saturday, April 8th at 10 a.m. sharp for a fun, nougat-filled Easter egg hunt. Brought to you by the Sheridan Rec District and sponsored in part by Sheridan Media and Real Life Church. For kids 0 to 8, arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. The Easter Bunny will be available for pictures, making it a hopping good time. There'll be plenty of candy and lots of fun. Unfortunately, due to weather, Easter egg hunting with the pooch has been canceled, but fear not, the regular Easter egg hunt is still on. It's just been moved to Sheridan High School, Saturday, April 8th at 10 a.m. So what's wrong, Fido? Did Timmy fall down the well again? 
What? You mean you don't want this dog food? You want a different dog food? Okay, so you want Northwest Naturals raw diets for dogs, sold locally only at the Health Nut? Wait, wait, you want some A-plus answers raw goat milk formula with raw honey and organic cinnamon? And they have Northwest Naturals for cats too? You guys stay right here. I'm going to the Health Nut in Sheridan's 5th Street Mall right now. At Sheridan Memorial Hospital, our volunteers are part of our culture, our patient experience, our family. Their friendly greetings and genuine smiles, kind hearts and overwhelming support to all those they encounter are what complete the heart of our organization. Each of our volunteers are so unique, yet bonded by their kindness and generosity to serve. During National Volunteer Month, we would like to acknowledge and thank all of our volunteers for their dedication to providing excellent patient-centered care to our community. Sheridan Memorial Hospital, medical excellence right here at home. Hi, this is Christy Kingman with Buffalo Realty, and let's talk about 343 North Main Street, an updated restaurant building with kitchen on the main street of Buffalo, Wyoming. High visibility with inside and outside dining, covered patio for summertime dining, and a large detached garage with two standard garage doors area for storage. The commercial kitchen is with the building. Call me, Christy Kinghorn at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with properties. Hi, this is Liz Kincaid, host of the new video podcast called Sheridan County Ag Update. Join me each week as I visit with folks in our area about local agriculture issues, rodeo, 4-H, FFA, and more. You can find my video podcast each week and past interviews under the podcast tab or on the front page of SheridanMedia.com. Sheridan County Ag Update is presented by Heartland Kubota, Cowboy State Bank and True Built Builders. So join me, Liz Kincaid, host of Sheridan County Ag Update on SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. My guest this morning is the Director of Bands and Jazz Studies at Sheridan College, Dr. Eric Richards. We spoke on the upcoming performance at the of the Whitney Center Jazz Orchestra. That's going to be on Saturday, April 22nd, beginning at 7 p.m., right there in Kennison Hall at Whitney Center for the Arts. Now, on April 28th, the Imlani Winds will perform. Now, Doc, this show will be somewhat of a different experience, right? Yes, we're trying something new here that should be a lot of fun. Um, uh, all the, the audience has the opportunity to come and attend the concert in a traditional, you know, show up and a, show up with your ticket and uh, attend the concert. But there's also a chance we're trying a new uh, dinner and a show format. So um, for $50, you get prime seating for the concert, um, a couple of complimentary drinks, and a wonderful Italian buffet. Uh, and it'll be a chance to be a little more of an upscale event, and uh, we're excited to try this. Uh, and if you decide you want to just come to the concert, that is possible as well. Um, tickets are uh, 30 seniors and veterans are 20 and students are $10. Um, so anyway, this group is a, is a wonderful group. They are really known. They're, they, are, they are a Grammy-nominated woodwind quintet, um, operating at the highest levels of professional music, and they're really known for uh, their inclusive programming. They're not, they don't just play classical music or just uh, wind music. They play, they're known for their adventurous programming, um, and they're also known uh, for their collaboration with other groups. They, and they play in the most 
respected venues in our country, Carnegie Hall, Lincoln Center, Kennedy Center, Disney Hall in L.A., and they've traveled all over the world, all over Asia, Brazil. Um, they've been to Australia, New Zealand, and all through Europe. So this is an A-list chamber music group, um, very unique and innovative. I think folks are really going to want to hear that. And it's, it's a fantastic uh, new development. I mean, having that opportunity right there in Sheridan to be able to go have dinner, see a show, it doesn't come along very often. So I think that's really something that a lot of people are going to want to attend. Uh, where do I pick up tickets for this event, sir? You can get tickets for all of our events uh, uh, at the Whitney Center for the Arts at our website, which is sheridan.edu slash arts. And you'll see a little, uh, you go there and it gives you a listing of all of the events. You click on the event that you're interested in. And if it's not one of our free Sheridan College music events, um, if it's an event with ticketing, you'll see a little blue button that says purchase tickets. You can uh, click that button and even select where you would like to seat, w- sit in the uh, where you'd like. You can pick your seat, decide where you would like to sit in the in Kinnison Hall uh, uh, with uh, with the remaining seats, and you can pay for everything online. So um, it's very slick, very user friendly, um, and quite easy to deal with. Sir, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show with me this morning. I'm sorry we couldn't be face-to-face. It's been a while since I've seen you. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next time we get to sit down and chat, and uh, I always appreciate you discussing the philosophy of music with me. Uh, Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much, Floyd. And uh, on behalf of all of our music faculty and everyone at the Whitney Center for the Arts, thank you and Sheridan Media for your great support of all of the arts here in Sheridan. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. All right, coming up after the break, we're going to speak with Sage Community Arts. Stay with us. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, shared media present, community commitment, member FDIC. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. 
This is Logan Bishop with the best real estate team bringing you the best tip of the week. It's spring on the calendar, but it sure doesn't feel like spring is in the air. But for you buyers and sellers that have been waiting for the hot spring real estate market, don't let this discourage you. Take this chance to finish your DIY projects, prep your home, start cleaning and packing early, and most importantly, start conversations with the professionals. To talk with a trusted realtor or to get in touch with other great real estate vendors, call the best team at 675-BEST or visit our website at bestwy.net. Proudly brokered by EXP. This is Dan Marshall with Captain Clean. While dirty ductwork and carpet doesn't necessarily mean unhealthy air in your home, school, or workplace, they may be contributing to larger health issues or harboring contaminants that could cause serious problems for people with respiratory health conditions, autoimmune disorders, or environmental allergies. Call Captain Clean today for your free HVAC and free carpet cleaning estimate. It's 100% free. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming's own, invites you and your family to a great evening of music tonight at 7.30 in the Whitney Center for the Arts. This family-friendly event is free and open to the public and celebrates the spirit of America's favorite hit tunes. So put it on your calendar. The 67th Army Band, Wyoming's own, 7.30 tonight at Sheridan College's Whitney Center for the Arts. Sponsored in part by your friends at Sheridan Media. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. We're brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. Sage Community Arts is composed of Sheridan region artists. The organization is member-driven and welcomes new members to enrich the arts culture of the Sheridan region all the time. Joining me for the second part of our show this morning is the executive director of Sage Community Arts, Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill. How are you? Good morning, Floyd. Doing all right with hopefully this last little flurry of spring snow. You know, Jill, my fingers are crossed that this is the last one. But, uh, you know, with the way this spring has been going, we might have snow on the ground until the middle of May. You know, we really could. And we're just going to have to take it one little snowy flake at a time. (laughs) (laughs) I like your approach to it. Just going to have to adapt and overcome. Now, I will appreciate this spring season uh, this year like never before in my lifetime. I will say that. I will wake up every day as soon as the snow is gone and just thank the stars. Now, how, how how have things been down at Sage lately? They've been, you know, really pretty good given everything it is that's been going on. We do see when weather's like this, it gets a little slow, but that just means when we do get those beautiful, very much appreciated days of sun that we just see a great influx of people. They want to get out. They want to come see what the gallery has to offer. And as I've said before, I'm quite biased about our space, but it's so glorious with the windows when the sun shines in that just highlights the art to this next level and people feel as though they are surrounded at this next level. So um, when we do have those sunny days, we've been doing really great. We're going gangbusters with so many classes we're hosting and more coming up. So we're very fortunate to have this very robust calendar of 
classes spanning so many different mediums and we're getting so many new instructors wanting to teach with us which is is really exciting to see as well so not just highlighting what we can do for artists but highlighting the art instructors and their talents of teaching and giving their skills out to everyone you know it's one of those situations where you have uh, you know maybe one or two organizations that really help to change the face of something happening in their community uh, and I really feel that SAGE is one of those organizations, you know, with the classes that are offered, the, the amount of talent that is already in the Sheridan region, something that I learned about when I started typing uh, stories up for a, a local newspaper, I was just kind of a taken back at not just the artistic talent, but the performing arts talent that this, uh, this region really offers people. It is a hidden gem. And organizations like SAGE really are at the forefront of furthering that even more. And so I really appreciate, like, these community organizations that accomplish this kind of stuff. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's an honor to get to highlight, as you said, this amazing well of talent that's here and that um, the organizations I've feel really proud to be part of them because we also work so well together. We all like to collaborate. We all like to lift each other up. Yes, Sage is a visual arts primary, and we're right across from the YO Theater, primarily performing arts, but we appreciate what each other does, and we want to build off of each other. And so we can, and we do that with, you know, museums, the Brinton or the residencies, the Gentel and Ucross. And so it's so great to see that we can all work together and appreciate the expertise each has and how we can share artists and promote this insane talent that's here in our beautiful region. You know, I was talking to uh, Dr. Eric Richards before I started speaking with you, and as I was speaking with him, kind of planning in my head to speak with you, I got to thinking, you know what would, and, and it, this isn't anything anyone's got to act on, but what would be fun is like a collaboration between music and art, much like Disney did with their Fantasia shows, their, their Fantasia movies. You know, if we had artists project their images up on a wall or, or even just surround the area, and then the performances that would be focused on each piece would just be absolutely amazing and inspiring for everyone involved, I think. And, and I would love to see something like that. Uh, you know, like I said, one of those things, just a, a quick idea. Uh, you got your hands full right now because you've got a big event <laughs> oh, coming up. Ideas going now, <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to put even more ideas out there. But uh, this Friday is the big event for Sage Community Arts. It is. I am shocked that we are here already, but things have been going so well for it. You know, a, a second year of an event is so much nicer than the first because there's not that full creation. It's we know what we're doing. We have an, a better idea because we were going in pretty blind last year. But Soiree, the second year, is going to come out stronger than ever. And, I'm, you know, we might even have better weather than we did last year, even though we're about a, a month ahead, um, if the forecast is, is holding true. But we are so excited for it this year. We're going to have six distilleries, ten artists from Sage, all featuring abstract artists. And then 
three amazing performing arts acts that are just going to be out of this world. Everyone is so excited participate that night and everyone i've talked to in the community is we're talking about all the the gowns or the suits that everyone's going to be wearing because it's it's a chance to we you, you get to be art as well what do you feel fabulous in? where do you feel your creativity come with what do you want to wear and that this is going to be the place that you get to do that and it's three four short days away <laughs> oh yeah uh, uh is the anticipation getting to you Have, has everything been laid out the now it's just to execute the plan or there's still some things that you're kind of running around and and getting fixed before we take off uh there's still some things i i I think the majority of the the really important stuff is done there's just um kind of those last bit of ideas of like oh this would be really great to do this let this will take it to that next level and trying to make sure that those do get executed to where it will actually take it to the next level. But the core, the, the meat and potatoes of it, as you will, is cooked to perfection and ready to serve. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Now, uh, can you remind folks what they're going to see and be able to take part in during the soiree this year? Of course. Uh, so the night, if you have VIP tickets, will open at Sage Gallery, and that's where we will be featuring two uh, distiller uh, distillery with um, some different gins that will be going. And so they'll have a, a different um, setting that they'll get to be, and they'll get to be immersed in our gallery with the Dean State's Colored Pencil Show that's on right now. It's absolutely stunning. So another immersion in this deep art with this beautiful craft cocktail based in gin. And then for the the general admission, the the kind of main event, if you will, that's open um, will take part at six o'clock over just across the street at the wild theater. And once you're in, you'll get to have unlimited tastings of our six distilleries and a beautiful array of appetizer foods from Chef Sam. He's put together an amazing menu this year that I think will even top last year's. And then uh, by 7, we'll start rolling through our performing arts pieces. We will start off with uh, viola and violin from the Wyoming Symphony that create this very fascinating electronic ethereal music that just draws you in and has these beats that just speak to your soul and um, again have a, a sound mixology that goes so well with the the drink you'll have in hand and then we go on to one of my favorites the operatic entree on the main stage where we will hear soprano uh, Michelle Forster who's also the director of the Distillers Guild my partner in crime and we're bringing in Felipe Prado a new tenor to this area which will be very exciting and of course we will close out the evening with uh, Paul Radzi and his reggae funk group, Carte Blanche. And if anyone's been able to hear Paul, they just know that it's going to be the closeout of all closeouts. It's going to be fabulous. To, he knows how to end a good party and bring everyone together once again. Mixology of the, the music, the people coming together to celebrate uh, what the visual arts, performing arts, and distilled arts can bring to a community. And, you know, it's, it's so powerful sometimes when I'll go to a performance or, or an art show and, and walk through <clears throat> or watch and just 
the well of emotions that can actually happen. Uh, you know, every time I attend something, I'm, I'm moved. And, and the soiree sounds like it's just going to be, you know, a, a, a mix of all these, all these great performances, beautiful art and, and drinks to go on top of it and food to really accentuate all of it. I mean, it's, it's really a rainbow of emotions that you'll end up be going through while you're, while you're there. And you get to mm-hmm. dress to the nines if you so choose oh, to yes. do so, which <laughs> everyone needs a good excuse to dress to the nines now and then. Always. So, Jill, are there, are there tickets left or have we sold out? There are still tickets left. Uh, I would love to boast that we're sold out, but I think this week we'll see a real, hopefully good positive rush of tickets. But we're, we're very good steady sales right now, but they are available through the, the Wild Theater is our partner of selling those, but um, you can get to that through their website or we have a link, link on our website as well. Now, are there still VIP tickets left? Those are becoming more and more rare. We have just a handful left of those, so those are are running out. So get those while so you now, can, people. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Now is the time to jump on them because, like you said, this week, uh, you know, they're probably going to be going out the door like gangbusters. So now's the time. Jump on there. Make sure that you attend this year's soiree. It is an event that people talk about for months. Uh, now. Switching gears on you real quick, uh, the next show that will be down there, the next gala, comes straight from our students right there at high school, doesn't it? It does, and it's one that has become so amazing over the three years that I've been able to be integral part of it to watch the talent that comes out of the high schools here, and we've been able to grow it. So it's the Sheridan County high school art gala and any high school student is able to participate we ask that the best of the best that they have they submit their one great piece that they can select if they can pick we will help them curate but we will be able to display in our beautiful exhibition gallery and they are treated just as equal as any of our other exhibition exhibitioning artists that come in we will have an opening reception for them on may 11th Hopefully the weather will be with us and we can do a big block party style reception with live music and food uh, and some mocktails for them to feel, you know, that next level of special. And the other fabulous part that we get to do is we're partnered with Sheridan College and we'll be awarding three scholarships to Sheridan College. One at 5,000, one at 2,500 and one at 1,000, which is just beyond amazing from our donor that's able to to help us with those. Yes, absolutely. And, and to that donor, thank you very much. Uh, you know, a $5,000 scholarship goes, uh, so far. Uh, you know, if you've ever been in school, that's, that's plenty to get started on. Um, and, and maybe even finish a year or two on top of that. So that is, one heck of an award, and the other two are nothing to scoff at. Um, those awards are huge, and, and it will do uh, amazing things for whoever wins that. Now, who who do we have come through and kind of judge 
uh, I don't know if that's the proper term, but judge these submissions uh, for selection. Yeah, and I we would say that it is judged. They'd be juried by um, juried. a few. Yeah, we will have a couple people from the college in the art department and then some from my art selection committee, which is made up of full-time artists or art collectors as well to who understand the technique and, you know, kind of what is a desirable thing to see in collections. And so we'll have about a mix of three or four jurors come through, look through everything and do that first second. Well, they'll just select the two. And then that thousand dollar one will do a people's choice award, which is always so fun to, to let the community speak and the the student base speak to who they think is is deserved that because um, it can be very different from what a juror might see versus what you know the background especially the students they'll see the integrity that the student put there in in their work and being able to have your your peers speak to you to say we really believe that this is the best because of our um extra knowledge that we have of what they've been doing and deeper portfolios that we get to see. So that's always, I love to see the the people's choice award. And what's really great is that we're not limited on, it's just seniors that would be eligible. The college is going to hold the scholarship for whatever age. So we could even have a freshman in high school that wins one of these and it will be held for them until they are able to attend Sheridan college. So it will be solely based on the art work that's presented. Um, no ages will be shown or anything. So it's, it's again, our students are going to be seen just the same as our national jury shows that we have or any other exhibition artists. They are seen through their art and what they're able to pre- produce and not just judged by, oh, you're high school or you're elementary or anything. It's you are a, a practicing artist and we will appreciate your skill. And I, I, that, that is fantastic to hear. Um, and, and, and then the fact that there's no, there's no theme and there's no mm-hmm. uh, restrictions on medium. Um, so, you know, this is going to be one of those art shows where you can go in there, and who knows what you will see. Uh, you know, everything, everything's there. It's going to be so diverse. Uh, you know, you've got students with different backgrounds, using different mediums, with different inspirations. And so who knows what we can actually see this year. Have, now, when, when were the submissions due for that, Jill? They uh, get to be a little closer to the actual um, opening of the show. The show will be May 2nd through 27th. And so the week before that last week of April is when they get to submit them because the whole state of Wyoming has the art symposium for high schoolers that's that previous weekend of the last actual weekend of April. It's down in Casper. So they've already been going through a competition, you know, competing statewide, and now we get to have those pieces come directly to us after that. So it's also fun because we they usually have the tags that show what placing they got at the state symposium or if they were uh, another scholarship winner as well for um, another school or another program of some sort. And so it's 
Um, and we usually hide those tags, but it's internally for us as the gallery managers, it's really fun to see just the, the level of talent that they've already submitted and then what we get to showcase. Because once they get sent to Casper, some of the community here doesn't always get to experience it the same. And so here it's in a, a much different setting and that we get to promote them in a fine arts gallery right here in downtown Sheridan. Which is absolutely amazing, and I think it's it's such a, a great testimony to the region that we live in, the community that we live in, uh, that, you know, we're producing the next generation of performance mm-hmm. artists, of, you know, artists uh, that work in various mediums. Uh, you know, when I first moved here, I was absolutely taken back at how many pottery shops there are around here all produced locally, uh, on, on how many art stores and, 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 you know, places you can go and buy local art. It's, it, it really is a testament to the area that you live in, this, this rich culture that comes from all over. Uh, you know, some of these artists have come from all over the world to move here and live here and be able to create here. Now, yes. before I let you go, Jill, uh, I've only... I've only got a couple of minutes left, but I always kind of wondered, and I know we've probably spoke on this before, what is your personal favorite medium? Do you have one? I do. I am in love with printmaking. I did go to art school, and that was the medium that I fell in love with because of, really, you can find diversity in all mediums, but just what you could do and the the striking black and white that you can develop from printmaking was one that just truly spoke to me, especially when I was studying the German impressionists of uh, printmaking was this really fascinating, elongated faces and all in black and white. And I just absolutely loved it. So that's that's my heart and soul when it comes to um, a medium that I enjoy. I don't produce a lot of it, but I do enjoy it the most. Now, now, what does it what does it take to to produce a print? And that's the thing. This is where I tell my artists so much: do as I say, not as I do. Because there's with printmaking, there's so much accessibility, especially with Sage. We we do have a press, and we're able to offer it to members. We have so many classes that you can do simple monotypes. That's really just putting it on your plexiglass and wiping or adding some ink and running it through the press or there's deeper more intense stuff where you actually can you know use acid and burn it into copper plates so there's a range from very accessible even hand printing where you don't even need a press so any excuse i have of oh i just haven't been accessible to a press it falls on deaf ears because there's so many other ways you can make it happen it's just getting it done so it's like produce produce or just Take a jump at it, but yeah, I don't listen to my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> Jill, thank you so much for calling in today, and thank you for giving us your time this morning. It is always a pleasure, my friend, and uh, I can't wait to get you back in the studio, see you face-to-face. Yes, we can't wait to be there, too, and thank you so much for having us call in. It was always wonderful. <laughs> uh, the wife says hi, by the way. <laughs> hi, Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jill, thank you so much. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Bighorn Baseball Club is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust, Sheridan Media Present, Community Commitment, member FDIC. Your locally owned McDonald's is looking for a general manager, owner, Larry Storo. Bob, as general manager, you will be responsible for helping lead as well as hire and develop all employees. You will work with the management team to set goals and create a plan to achieve these goals. A background in quick service restaurants is strongly desired or experience in hospitality or retail. You will help guide the entire operation for success. Apply for this general manager position online at mchire.com. That's mchire.com. Wanting or needing to sell your home, but you have an abundance of belongings? There are a few pathways and clutter that you do not want to have to deal with? Or have a realtor see? YO Renovation is here to help. They will make you a cash offer on buying your home with minimal to no bank involvement. YO Renovation does not judge. He's confidential, private and may even assist you in moving your abundance of items. Learn more at YRInnovation.com or find them on Facebook. Are you a professional in the mechanical trades? Powder River Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned company, is currently hiring commercial construction plumbers and service plumbers. Benefits include year-round employment with great pay based on experience and performance, health insurance, life insurance, a 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and travel time. Ready for a change? Apply online at Powder riverheating.com or email ken t at prhvac.com powder river heating and air conditioning is an equal opportunity employer hello i am gomez hello i'm morticia hi i'm wednesday we invite you to the bighorn high school musical production of the adams family april 7th through april 14th at bighorn high school tickets can be purchased at bighorndrama.com or at the door Please come and enjoy America's kookiest family on a family-friendly wild ride as they attempt to be normal for one night. We, we hope, hope to see you at the show. Presented by A-Plus Services and First Northern Bank. 